Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Um, so gun violence has been on the rise across the country, and as a recent student and young professional living in Over the Rhine, I've seen this firsthand. Um, gun violence has taken the lives of so many young students and young people. I'm tired, and I want to see change that's going to make our cities like Cincinnati safer. So how will you address gun violence from a federal point of view to actually bring about change and make our local cities safer? Now, I'm not being a wise guy. There's no reason you should. Have you seen my gun violence legislation that I've introduced? As you know, because you're so involved, actually, crime is down. Gun violence and murder rates are up. Guns. I'm the only guy that ever got passed legislation when I was a senator to make sure we eliminated assault weapons. The idea you need a weapon that can have the ability to fire 20, 30, 40, 50, 120 shots from that weapon, whether it's a whether it's a nine millimeter pistol or whether it's a rifle, is ridiculous. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. As a further part of this new legislation, we're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes. And we'll require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. These are actions that doctors, experts, and chiefs of police have been calling for for years and we're acting on their advice. I also want to thank the advocates, many of whom are here today, for your tireless efforts. I know that for too many of you, Greece, grief and loss are at the root of the work that you do. I want to recognize that, and on behalf of all Canadians, I want to thank you for your strength. Yes. All right, welcome back. Tuesday. As you heard in my opening there with all of the different uh, video clips that uh, looks like everybody's going after guns these days. I know it's a hot topic. You know, Canada's going after them. Joe Biden's been going after them. The left's going after them. And they always tend to use mass shooting, shootings as an excuse to go after them.
Um, uh, what's interesting to me is that they're trying to use not, or he's going after nine millimeter handguns. And 9mm handguns is like the most popular, widely owned handgun, I don't know, definitely in the United States, probably in the world. I mean, uh, most police departments carry 9 millimeters. But I like his description of it. He's going after it because he says it blows your lungs out, not like a twenty two. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the, uh, the determining factor. Um, any gun is a killing is for killing its killing machine, any gun. However, the gun has to have something attached to it. You know, it's like a fork. What good is a fork? A fork's kind of useless if you're not using your hand to pick it up. It's kind of an inanimate object that's just sitting there, and the only purpose that it has is if you are using it. Well, guns are very much the same thing. I know this is really hard for people on the left to understand, but the only way a gun becomes dangerous is if the person that is using the gun is dangerous. So instead of attacking the actual tool that is being used to create these crimes, you should be attacking the real situation that we're having here in the United States, which is mental issues. And there are a lot of mental issues going on here. Uh, I keep saying over and over, and I'm going to repeat myself once again here, you know, the more you take God out of society, the more you take people's hopes away, the uh, crazier things get. And it's only been proven uh, over the course of time. The inception of the Department of Education was in 1980. Starting in the 1980s, they didn't go after it full force, but from 1980 moving forward, they have slowly removed God out of everything. I think most people, depending on your age, you can remember when Barack Obama was president that he even wanted to ban all federal workers from saying Merry Christmas because not everybody's a Christian. So you can't say that. You could say Happy Holidays. You know, okay, two problems with that. One... Okay, of course, you're taking God out of society. Two is the fact that <clears throat> you're telling people what to say. You know, that's the whole freedom of speech issue right there is that people should be able to say whatever they want to say. You know, who gives you the power to tell people what to say? Now, I know in other countries it may not be the same way that it is here. And you, your, your speech gets stamped out by these crazy leftists that, that are over there. But that's the way your country has been. However, in this particular country, we've been free to speak our minds from the beginning. It's deeply seated in our society. It's just part of who we are. And that's not going to change because of one person. We'll fight that until the end. Well, guns, same thing. They are part of our society. You know, I don't care what type of gun it is. As a matter of fact, in one of those clips, when he's saying that a gun holds 120 rounds, I would love to see the size of the magazine that holds 120 rounds in it. That'd be real hard to conceal. And I don't think too many people are walking around with that unless you're going into some type of military situation. And even in that, point is, they're using these mass shootings as an opportunity to once again try to disarm society. It's very stupid because criminals, again, that don't follow laws, just like the mass shooters did not follow laws, they went in there and created heinous acts that killed people. They're not like they're law-abiding citizens, okay? They're going to do whatever they're going to do. Look at some of the biggest tragedies we have, have had in the past. You're blowing up federal buildings with uh, fertilizer. They didn't need a gun. They caused massive damage. 
okay, to that. How many people lost their lives there? You know, if you want to go, then go on a stabbing spree. You know, funny thing, when people talk about guns, they're like, if you see somebody with a gun, the thing to do is you jump on them, right? And I think if you've ever watched The Irishman, you probably know what I'm talking about. But if that's the first time you've ever heard it, that's actually an old saying, that if you see somebody with a gun, you approach them because it's a long-range weapon. So it's easier when you get up close to get all over them. On the other hand, if you see somebody with a knife, you run because you don't want to be close to those people because it's a short-range weapon and you want to be as far away from them as possible so they can't cut you up. Well, problem is if you take guns away, well, the knives are available. So what are you going to do, band every steak knife once people start going on stabbing sprees and stabbing people as they're running down the street and you get hurt, injured, kill tons of people? All of this doesn't make any sense. Not to mention the most hypocritical thing of it all. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. What is the most hypocritical thing in this entire scenario is that the very same people that are telling you that they're going to take your guns away, the same people that want to disarm you so that you're more vulnerable to everything that goes on, you're more vulnerable to their tyranny, you're more vulnerable to attacks, they have hired armed security around them (laughs) 24-7. It's so dumb. The same people that want to disarm you are the same ones who feel that their lives are worth so much more than yours that it's okay for them to have armed security around them, but it's not okay for you. A law-abiding citizen that acquires your gun the correct way, you go through the background checks and do everything just in case, you hope you never have to use it, but just in case that terrible moment ever comes up on you and you absolutely have no other choice but to use that gun, they want to take that ability away from you, but keep it for themselves. (laughs) It is just, it's amazingly stupid. It really is. It's just so dumb. And these people are so hypocritical, and they really, uh, they just make me sick because they're all just crumb bag dirt balls. Uh, They're about to get dealt a serious blow anyways. You know, all the Supreme Court now is about to come out with all their decisions. Every uh, June, Supreme Court starts dropping. Looks like the bigger cases always are towards the end of the summer. Uh, Some of the not-so-influential cases, let's say, usually come out in the beginning of the summer. However, they're about to get a rule on the New York State, how New York State's trying to make it really tough and take away people's ability to have concealed carry permits. Well, it's looking or at least the talk is like that they're going to rule in favor um, of of the Second Amendment. And once they do that, it's going to probably open up the floodgates and make it a lot harder for these uh, governmental localities, states, everything, to impose any types of restrictions on concealed permit carry. So it's going to really get bad for them, and they're really not going to like what's happening because it's going to make it more widely available for people to buy guns and conceal uh, carry. Which, I'm a concealed carrier, okay? And if you are, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You got to go through everything to get that concealed weapons permit. You got to pay for it. And beyond paying for it, you have to get fingerprinted. You have to do federal background checks. You got to do local background checks. It ain't like you just walk in and say, hey, I want a concealed carry permit. Can I get one? And the guy's like, oh, sure, man. Here, let me sign it up. There you go. Buy any gun you want. No, it doesn't work that way. I know the left wants to spin it that way. But when you go through the process, you got to go through the process. You know, it's not as, as simple as you think. I had to go to training. A uh, nice lady that I work with. She's a big fan of the NRA. And uh, 
I went and she was one that, that did the training that is required for you to get your concealed weapons permit. I mean, there's a lot more to it than people think. It's just like purchasing a gun. The kid uh, that shot up Uvalde, Texas, the, the, the poor children in Uvalde, he went through the process of ordering the guns. He went through the waiting period. He did it all. They want to spin it to you like he just ordered these guns online and they just showed up at his house. <laughs> well, you still have to go through a background check. There was still that cool off period. There is no gun law that can stop these tragedies. No matter how much they would love to make you believe that there's this magical law that'll stop it. You know what the magical law that stops it is? Them taking your guns. And that in itself won't stop it either. But that's what they're going for. They're, they're wanting you to believe. If you allow us to say, we're going to take good care of you. We're going to stop all of this. Don't worry. We got it. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to take your guns because since nobody's got guns, you don't need them. Problem is, is criminals are criminals and they're going to have the guns one way or the other. Look at uh, Joe Biden's talking about nine millimeters. And I've said this multiple times on this show since this is video and a lot of people do either audio uh, or video. This may be the first time. Okay, but look at Mexico. <clears throat> Mexico's like the Wild West. There's guns everywhere. However, the only legal bun, gun, excuse me, that you can buy in Mexico is a 22, and only a couple places in the entire country sell it because their gun laws are so preventative and so hard to get a gun. <laughs> and it's like the Wild West. So you think it's going to stop it here? What's the difference from them to here? Nothing. There's more guns in the United States right now privately owned than there are people. It's never going to happen. And this lie that they're telling you is because if you want to control a society, if you want to take over a society, I got something in my eye. So if you're watching this video, you see I'm doing all kinds of crazy stuff rolling in my hair. <laughs> it's probably real attractive. Not that I'm attractive anyways. But um, the only way you can take over society is to disarm them. There is no other route. You know, it's a lot easier when... The people you're shooting at aren't shooting back. So that's the only way to do it. Look at all the countries that are not armed. Look what happened to them during COVID lockdowns. See, here they had to be careful. Here, yes, we saw a lot of videos of maybe some police officers acting uh, in a way in the video that you probably wouldn't like them to act. And I question, you know, those videos I'm questioned, I question, excuse me, anyways, because, you know, you're... You're seeing a part of a video. You're seeing 30 seconds of a video. You don't usually know what happened before that or after that. So, but anyways, beyond that, over here, you couldn't do what, to us what they did to people, let's say, in Australia, where they're removing you and they're putting you in these uh, sick zones and having you live in these little huts uh, until they say you're okay to go back out in a society where they tell you you can't move more than 200 feet off of your house where you're only allowed to be out at certain times, where you're not allowed to sit outside in your front yard and get a suntan. If you want to just be laying out in the front yard tanning, ain't bothering nobody here in your own front yard. The only way you strip people of the ability and they give them the right or give them the ability to do that to you is to take away their guns. And that is what they're just plain and simple. That's what they're going after. Okay. Just like anywhere else. What have we been going through? They have been, Tightening the grip on control of people in this country. They're going after your free speech. They're going after your choices in life. Okay. And by choices, it's ESG. I'm going to get into that too in just a second, but 
what you invest in, what you want to own. They don't want you owning the cars that you want to own. They want you to own electric cars, and they're going to tell you it's all under the guise of climate change, and, and, and you're trying to save the, the universe here, okay? They're slowly stripping you of all of your choices in life, what you want. So it's not about what you want anymore. It's about what they want for you. See, they don't want you to eat red meat. They want you to eat uh, substitutes. Hell, at one point, was it AOC? It might be AOC because she's my favorite idiot. Okay, it might have been AOC that said, you know, we should get more. Oh, no, it wasn't AOC. Yeah, I mean, she's an advocate for getting rid of all the cows because they supposedly fart too much. But, uh, man, if that's, you know. Side note, if the cows fart too much, you might have to put me out to pasture. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> there was one, uh, it was a news article that I read back then and when they were getting crazy and all the meats and all the foods that, uh, said we should get used to a more insect diet. Well, let me tell you something, bro, about insect diets. Okay. I was born free. I'm going to die free. And as long as there's enough wealth in this country where I don't have to, for survival purposes, eat nasty things like insects, then... I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. And who are you to tell me what to eat? You see, they're slowly stripping you of these choices. The grip has been tightening. I think we've finally got to a point where enough Americans on both sides of the aisle see the game that's being played. And I believe that because everybody is starting to wake up that we're turning that corner. One of the, one of the, Telltale signs that is ESG. If you don't know what that is, it's your, uh, let me just pull it up for a second here. I'll tell you exactly what it means. It's basically your social, um, score, credit score. I know that's, you wondering what that is, but anyways, ESG, the, uh, technical name for it. No, excuse me. I'm going through here is, See, I'm scrolling through my computer while I'm doing this. You have to stand by for a second. Oh, yes. Environmental, social, and governance, ESG. And what the index does, if this is the first time you've ever heard of it, which I hope it doesn't, this is not, but if it is, um, uh, what, it, what it essentially is is if you invest, let's say, or if a corporation, you know, how they run, if you're not being sensitive to the environment, to social and, and governance, then you get a particular score, like a credit score. And if you have a low score, then they're not going to do business with you. And that's in your personal life or your business life. This is not just specifically for businesses. They're just going after businesses first. Okay, so um, most recent example of that is Tesla. The S&P took Tesla down, said that their ESG score wasn't any good because Tesla <clears throat> creates too much of a carbon uh, imprint on the world or on the United States and the world, whatever. Well, you know, that's all well and good if they were playing, you know, uh, playing ball fair, you know, if, they, if everything was fair. However, ExxonMobil is on S&P 500, okay? Now, they're an oil company, and I don't fault them. Hey, Exxon, <laughs> please, listen, I like gas cars. I like fossil fuel. I think there's no problem with fossil fuel. And I don't really care what any climate activist says. Because right now, all your technology sucks. Okay? It all sucks. And it can't power up what we're doing. So why don't you guys spend a little bit more time developing your technology and make sure you get it to a point where it actually works. And then once it does work, I think the majority of us would be more than fine with transitioning. 
However, because you're not even close to that point, why don't we stick to what we know instead of putting ourselves through all the hard times that you guys say it's okay for the uh, quote-unquote supposed climate change. God, I wish Rush Limbaugh was here. Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> man, he, as much as I know it is, 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 is he probably knew it even better than me because he is much better than I am. It's not, we're not even in the same hell planet. Okay. Uh, but even he knew climate change is all nonsense. Cause if you really go through all the climate change stuff, you see, they were very specific in the beginning. First, there was a cooling off period and then there's a warming period and then yeah, acid rain and, and, uh, catastrophic. Anyways, we got global warming. Yeah. The, 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 what was it? The, uh, the, uh, Jesus, the ozone layer. Yeah. And now we're at a point where they're just say climate crisis because it's all inclusive. So instead of being so specific, they learn their lesson and say, well, we can't point out one particular thing because if we're always pointing out one particular thing and it never happens, <laughs> we look like liars or we look like liars that we are. Okay. Well, at this point in time, I don't believe in it. No, I would say half of America probably doesn't probably half does. Anyways, point is. If you invest in anything that they see dangerous, um, they want to remove you. So they removed Tesla. Elon Musk, who is one of the biggest Twitter followings on Twitter, if not the biggest, uh, pointed out that the ESG is just a scam. And it really is. It is just a scam. This is just another control method. It's just another way to control you because they control what you invest in. They control how you run your business. They control everything. I mean, imagine that you're an average Joe. Uh, no pun intended there, but imagine you're an average Joe and you have a diversified portfolio and you're saving for retirement. You don't know exactly what you're investing in. And let's say the firm that you're using uh, to invest has money in fossil fuels. Okay. And then let's just say that you're not a crazy right or crazy left, but let's just say that you're more of a centered person, but you see things that are going on in the United States, like right now with Joe Biden. And you don't like what you see, so you're making comments on your social media and you're complaining about gas prices and that Joe Biden should start producing more. You're complaining about inflation and they need to stop spending money because everything that the government is doing is slowly but surely impacting your life and destroying America. And let's say you're putting that on social media. When you go in to get a car and you say, hey, you know, I got an 800 credit score. I always pay my bills on time. I got, I got enough money in the savings to buy the car straight up, but I don't want to blow all my savings because I need it there just in case of a rainy day. I'll put down 30%. I'm not going to put down just a couple thousand dollars. I'll put down 30% on the car, make the payments nice. The interest rate should be low, <clears throat> easy to afford. Okay. And then they go, okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Joe Blow here. Let me uh, <clears throat> check on your ESG score, and then they're going to look at it and come back and go, well, uh, Mr. Joe... You know, you have a, you have a great credit score and we see that you always pay on time and everything that you do is, is very well. And yes, you have a big down payment to put down and everything. Unfortunately, your ESG score is low. Your ESG score is coming in around a four. So at this time, we cannot do business with you because you don't align with our company's beliefs. And you are going to be confused at that moment in your life because you're going to go, what, what is it? Wait, what's going on here? I got a perfect credit score. So you're going to say, okay, well, this one institution, they're full of crap. Let me go somewhere else. And you're going to get the same treatment because most of these institutions are all owned by a few uh, investment firms, BlackRock, 
being the most popular and people that people know about the most. I'll just leave it there. BlackRock, they, they handle more money than the federal government. Okay, so if they tell them you guys are going to put these policies and procedures in place, otherwise we're not going to fund you, <clears throat> well, that's exactly what they're going to do. So good news is I think we're turning the corner. This was a long way to get back to that. <laughs> Why is because now finally in the Daily Mail, an article came out. And if you remember when I was talking about Disney probably a couple weeks ago, I get, I get lost. I do episode every day. So, <clears throat> you know, it's, it, sometimes it seems like a couple weeks. It may not have been. But we were talking about Disney and I said that, uh, you know, the, the advertising firms that had Coca-Cola and Starbucks advised them to stay out of the entire uh, abortion leak. Okay, the, that potentially Roe versus Wade going to get overturned. And I said, well, I think the advertising firms watched what happened to Disney and saw how they got handled down here in Florida because they took such a hard stance and then they wanted to interject themselves with politics and said that they were going to go after it legally, that they were like, Yo, you, you guys need to stay out of this. Keep your mouth shut. You sell your coffee. You sell your soda and shut it. <clears throat> and they did. Well, in light of that, have you heard... Any companies really saying anything about the Roe versus Wade leak? Companies have been putting social justice and wokeness over profits. Shareholders are getting pissed off and ain't having it. I think we've gotten to a point now in society where we're making that turn where people are like, you know what? Sell your product and shut your mouth. Okay, We're not interested in your politics. I don't buy your coffee or your soda because I'm interested in what you have to say in the political arena. I buy it because I think it's a good product. And if you want to interject yourself into the political arena and I don't like what you have to say, then you're going to alienate anywhere. I mean, realistically, the people that are actually going to stop using you, I would say the NFL is probably a pretty good, uh, you get a pretty good read on what happened there with the whole kneeling thing. Okay, was that they lost about 30% of their viewership. Well, I'd be honest with you, I think you'll probably lose about 30% of your customers if you continue down this uh, political uh, picking a side route. So you'll end up losing a good 30% of, of profits, which hurts your shareholders. And then your shareholders are going to be looking at the board and saying to them, uh, what the hell are you guys doing? Because you're costing us a lot of money. Look at Disney stocks. Disney stocks, they at least a couple weeks ago I haven't checked. Um, most recently, but the worst performing stock, uh, I think I, I want to say it was on the, uh, it was on, uh, not the S and P now it might've been the SP, whatever, whichever one it was, there was the worst performing stock. They were rated the worst performing one. Oh, well, because everybody's like, once you picked a side, you took such a hard stance and then you had the video leaking of how you're trying to indoctrinate children by adding more inappropriate stuff, especially for age, age inappropriate stuff in for preschoolers. I think most people got turned off and canceled their subscriptions and said, I'm not going to go to the Disney parks anymore. And we're just all done with Disney. You know, so it's a good thing. You know, that's how you, that's that. I've said this before too. I know I'm, I'm being a little repetitive here, but that's how you win these things is that you vote with your wallet. Okay, and by not using them and going to somebody else, it shows Disney. Like, for example, I haven't heard Universal say too much. You know, they may have said something here or there. Maybe they had a little blip here or there during uh, COVID. They may have said something. But as far as anything political going on, they haven't said a whole lot. So what do you want to bet Universal's doing a whole lot better than Disney's doing right now? Because the people that are leaving Disney and they're like, yeah, we're not going to go there anymore. Well, what's the alternative? Let's go to Universal with the family. Yeah, let them go see the little minions and whatever else, Harry Potter, whatever's running around over there. So, 
Uh, it looks like we've turned a corner. I think Elon Musk helped shine some light on that. I think DeSantis was probably the dominating factor of why that happened because DeSantis took such a hard stance against Disney. And Disney now, since all this has transpired, has been pretty quiet. They've been quiet as church mouse. <laughs> I guess they don't want to get hammered anymore, which is good. They, th- that's what they need in their life is you need to just shut up and make your, uh, whatever you're making nowadays. Okay. And if, if people don't like the content, then they won't watch it. I know me, you know, I got no interest. You know, I canceled all my subscriptions a while back when Disney was getting testy in the first place and they started putting weird stuff in the cartoons and everything because I don't want my kids indoctrinated. I want them to watch stuff that's educational, that has good messages, that's fun. I don't need them watching stuff that confuses them on their gender or tries to lead them in any particular way. So we've been done with that for a while, but I think that uh, Disney has learned their lesson and I think through... Uh, I mean, you attack the giant, everybody's paying attention, right? So I think through what has happened to Disney, most other corporations are like, yeah, we got to watch profits and keep our mouth shut because we're going to piss off the shareholders and then we're going to either be out of a job, which is very possible, or they're going to stop using us and the company in general is going to start having a lot of problems. So, all right, second video. Look at that. I'm doing good here today. (laughs) It's Tuesday. Oh, yes. By the way, yesterday, at the end of the video when I was going off about Facebook, about paying, I said YouTube, but I meant to say Facebook. So uh, if you caught that, you definitely caught it. You were good. You picked up on it. But if you did not, it was not YouTube. I don't pay to be on YouTube. What I was uh, uh, going, going towards there was that on Facebook, you can pay for ads. Like if I wanted to run an ad about the podcast or whatever, I can pay to run ads to reach more people and that's the way you get somewhere. But like I said, I don't want to pay money to a company that is steadily working against me. So that that's why I was going to, yeah, probably going to end up getting rid of Facebook here at, at some point. All right. Like I said, it's Tuesday days over. We're getting one day closer to hump day. Um, if you like to follow me, uh, most active account truth at the real little Joe you want to check out any videos that I do, obviously, if you're on Rumble or YouTube, you're watching that there, so you found me. If you're listening and you'd like to see the video, uh, YouTube, Little Joe CC, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Believe me, the reason these are not all the same is I was trying to be as smart as possible, knowing that certain platforms would uh, more than likely shadow ban me, so I was trying to make names that weren't so obvious, because I think when I put out there Conservative Corner, it kind of gives you an idea who I am. <clears throat> and... Uh, <laughs> For now, Facebook, if you want to go in there, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Otherwise, have a blessed day. We will do it again uh, tomorrow.